This week, we talk about why Universal Studios is better than Walt Disney World. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports and rankings. To help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast. And you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Hi. I'm very excited about this one. I know. We have a couple of good back-to-back episodes here. I think this is going to be a controversial but fun episode to do. The next two are going to be fun and controversial. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It depends on what you like. Yes. Because this first one could upset some of the Disney fan the Disney fanboy community because there is Disney people can be fanatical. really fanatical about their yeah. love for Disney World. Univer- and we and you and I are big Disney fans, right? So I, we're we're not we're not like making fun of those people by any stretch of the imagination. because no. we also love Disney. I love Disney, but I also love Universal. Some Disney people can be like really they take it almost anti-universal, real personal, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm not, I don't really take it personal. I love Disney. I love Universal. As long as you're entertaining me, I'm happy. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so today we're gonna do an episode called Why, why Universal Studios is better than Disney. Yeah. World. Why is Universal better than Disney World? And it's not. I guess we should say it's not Universal Studios. The, that park the it's resort universal yeah. all the parks the whole the whole shebang the whole shebang the, the whole and disney world the whole shebang yep. so so this week why universal why we think universal is better than disney world and yes. um and then next week, why Disney is better? Yeah, than next. Universal. Don't get too upset because next yeah. week we're going to do the opposite and say why Disney World is better. And than we're Universal. not. What's crazy is we're not even remotely going to contradict ourselves because there oh, I, are things. I think I am. What? I have one topic that I like both halves of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's I, interesting. I, yeah, like, I can't wait to hear this. It's, so we we don't know what each other's things. Yeah, are. we don't have. Uh, I am going to be a total hypocrite on a, probably one of these where I'm huh. going to say why Universal's better. And then and you're then gonna say Disney's better at it too. At it too, but I don't think one's but in a different way better than the other. I think they both have their own thing going. So we'll get there. Okay, I'm okay. confused, but I, I guess we'll oh, we'll find y- out. Yeah. Um. But for me, the the things that Disney does really well, I'm not. I I don't mean to. I don't want to say that Universal doesn't do them well because I think that you know I think both parks do most things really well but there are some things that universal does better and there are some things that disney does better so, so. This, this week we're going to say the things we think universal does better yes or so the, do you want to start or do you want me to start um i have go ahead i'll, I'll start i'll start and then if you we might have similar stuff that's and why if, i want to start because if you say something that's on my list then I'm i gonna know just repeat i know it. what one of yours is i've written it down anyway but i know you're gonna get to it anyway <laughs> i know 100 i know you ain't too well well i'm saving that one for last you're gonna save so for don't last? so don't you don't say it because okay. save your they save that right. one for last i'll save i'll save one the one that i know if, if you don't have on your list i'll be shocked if you don't have <laughs> it's on my list the one that you have on your list so um all right in no particular order okay go ahead Except for the fact that they are in a particular order on my list here. So, oh. um, <laughs> already you're contradicting yourself. <laughs> I'll go with the fact that everything is just 
closer together. It's a, everything is smushed ah, together. It's on my list. Well, that's okay. Good. <laughs> so at, at Disney World, it's a vast, vast property. I it mean, is very vast. It's the and size of Manhattan, I it, believe, or San Francisco, or I both. I don't know how I think. big it is, yeah. but it's it, it's a it's a track to get most anywhere different than where you currently are right you know <laughs> so if you're at the magic kingdom it's a trek to get to epcot yes. or wherever you want to go if you've got the park hopper and you're kind of tired of magic kingdom or you want to go have dinner at epcot well you've got to walk to the front of the park you gotta take the monorail, monorail. over there switch monorails get switch it. monorails it could be 45 minutes then you have to walk up to the front of right. that park tram and then, ride through the parking lot it is it is a long process i mean it could take hours multiple hours to get from one park to the other and that's time of your day that's gone you know you can't get it back and there was i remember one time where we left magic kingdom hopped on we got in our car and we decided for i don't know what oh you know what the the line for the monorail was really really long so we said i don't want to do or maybe the monorail was down yeah something, i think it was down something was going on so we got in our car and drove over to epcot and then they said that the, the park parking was lot was closed full. yeah yeah after all like, that, what? so we're like, what? We just oh waste all this time. And so things like that. Yeah. It's just so it's vast very and so frustrating. big. Getting from one park to the other takes a long time. you got to deal with transportation. The transportation is fun. Like, you, at least the monorail is fun. Well, the, and the they're doing that gondola, a new gondola thing, which would be cool, too. The gondola um, at Disney that they're going to have that'll take you from one park to another. I think it's only a couple of the parks that it takes you to and from or something like that. But I believe Epcot... I just smacked my lips. Did you hear that? You telling me not to do that? <laughs> I did. That's okay. I did it big time. Um, yeah, I'm not sure think, the whole details, but, but that seems for me that seems like a ride. Like the, I don't think you can think of the monorail as a ride because you're just in a train, not even a train, but it's like this little room that isn't very clean anymore, and you're cramped in there, and it's not pleasant. So I don't. But a, a gondola ride actually sounds kind of it fun. It sounds cool. Like the monorail used to be like a really cool experience. Now it's just kind of a headache. Like yeah, you, so just... I think that I think that once that comes about, that'll help some of the transportation yeah. issues. But it'll still be a pain in the butt to get from one park to the other because it's just ginormous. You right. can't help it. Where Universal, it's got Volcano Bay, Yep. Universal Studios, and Islands Adventure, and City Walk all right on top it's of each all other. all right there. If, you, if you're tired of being at City Walk, or sorry, you're tired of being at Universal Studios, you walk through City Walk, you go over to um, Islands, Islands Adventure. Adventure. Or you get on the Hogwarts Express. And that's the, that's the way to do it in style. And, I mean, that to me, that is... That is just one of the most brilliant ideas they've ever had. First of all, it's an amazing ride, the Hogwarts Express, because you really do feel like you're on the Hogwarts Express. And second of all, you're experiencing an experience, you know, like you're enjoying yourself. It's a real ride that you would wait in line for, but it's also functional. It's transportation, you're moving yeah. from one park to the other easily and quickly. Hogwarts Express, it's just a little train ride that takes you from one park to the other, but it impressed me so much. The first time we went on it, Unbelievable. I, re I remember looking at you and some of our friends we were with, and I said, I said with absolutely just completely, I was being honest, I'm like, I, I remember saying, what a time to be alive. Like, yeah. just, I said, what a time to be alive. Like, like look at this. We're so sitting true. in this room, like perfect recreation of the Hogwarts yeah. Express train from it's, the movies and, and books and riding and looking out the window with this really cool screen. It's like and, we're in the world. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's funny because I I have one small, and you know this, I, know, I have you're, one, I, you're one, one small nitpick. issue with the Hogwarts Express. And, and this will just illustrate my complete Harry Potter dorkiness. It's a little nitpick. I know what you're going to say. 
say. It's a little nitpick, but it's kind of a glaring one. It's a very glaring it's one. Like, to anyone, anyone right. who's a Harry Potter fan, it's glaring, I think. They didn't use Hermione's voice. And I, I don't know if they used Harry Potter and Ron or if they just got actors that sounded a lot like them. But it sounds a lot. It sounds like Harry and Ron. It sounds like Daniel Radcliffe. They, just found and, some, they didn't even. They phoned it in. They, they just yeah, grabbed they, anybody. It's like some random girl. Right. And it was so funny because we went with our friends who are also huge Harry Potter fans. And they didn't tell me this when, they, when we got into the our cabin. And so they were like watching me to see if I noticed. Oh, that's right. And, and, and so Hermione starts talking and I'm like what was that what who was that that was not Hermione and they're like we were hoping you were gonna notice (laughs) so it was it's such a bummer because it's I I just wish that they could have her re-record it's almost like when they were it's worth the money to pay Emma Watson to go re-record it's like when they were designing that someone just said just find anybody with a British accent they all sound the same like what come on I know that's (laughs) that's a glaring issue but other than that the ride is perfection it is really amazing the Dementors the you know the view out the windows it's awesome sorry this isn't this isn't getting into I'm going too far into the Hogwarts Express but it's just one example of how well Universal Studios does well, some things. It's the transportation. I mean, that yeah. is almost their version. It's it's a stretch to say it's their version of the monorail because it doesn't take you to the park, but it takes you between the parks, and they do it a heck of a job taking you to the parks. It's way better than the monorail. <laughs> but the parking situation at, at Universal, I think, is way better than the parking situation at at Disney because it's that yeah. one giant parking garage or probably two giant parking garages really right. organized well, that getting in, in and out. of itself it's a parking garage so your your car is in the shade you, all day yeah, and when c- you go back and get in your car it's not 800 degrees in your car which it is at Disney right. World and so that in and of itself is a huge bonus unless you're unlucky enough or late enough to be put on the roof all, but you know right, that's true. that's not usually a problem I, I, yeah I mean it, we, we usually get there pretty late like one two o'clock if we're going to Universal and we've we never park on the roof um and then on top of that they have moving walkways to the city walk area which is pretty huge too it's a a great convenience it it moves things along faster unless you get behind people who are standing it's a walkway people it's not I know okay can I just say this take a moment here (laughs) to just like wag my finger and that's like a huge pet peeve of mine it's huge it's huge, huge pet peeve but of mine. you know what universal the could people do who better stop on the walkway you know what universal could do better though is at airports it there's a sign above yes. moving walkways yes. that says stand to the right walk to the left yes. or, or walk to the left stand to the right something like that all they have to do is add those signs yes. and hopefully a few people would at least get the message to if you're going to stand move over to the one right. side so you don't have to put up with the tram ride but you and it is kind of a long walk but they do have the walkways to help you out yes but then you've got to deal with these knuckleheads who stop on the moving walkway and they don't just stop on the moving walkway they block the yeah. moving walkway and it's they, like and they're it's blocking like a barricade. the left they're blocking the right i remember this one specific time I wanted to strangle a five-year-old so much that wasn't mine. (laughs) I know. I'm not an angry guy, but this one time, I remember we had this huge bunch of people, like 25, 30 people just clumped together. And this one kid is walking, 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 and he stops his feet. And then so his feet like hit the edge of the, you know what I mean? Like he Uh he wasn't walking, so his feet hit the thing and he stopped suddenly. Yeah. And 25, 30 people just ran into this kid and lurched (laughs) forward. And we almost all piled on top of each other. I'm like, you little, ah. So yeah, the people who stop on the moving walkway. I want to do a whole episode about those people. I got into an argument once with a guy who was standing on the moving walkway and I was walking around him we were all trying to walk around the people that were standing so it was kind of like a maze you know um 
and it was toward the end of the walkway and I accidentally bumped him as I was walking and he and he turns and he's like what are you doing why are you why are you why walking are you walking on the yeah, walkway walking on the walkway and I said and I don't t- I'm typically kind of like not a confrontational person but I was like it's a moving walkway yeah you are supposed to walk why are you standing on the walkway it's not the standway <laughs> so anyway sorry that, you don't that drive on a Parkway or park in a driveway or whatever. Actually, How's the do. old saying go? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Reverse that. Anyway. anyway um, this so, went off the rails quick. Yeah, it did. So, but again, transportation, it, it, I mean, getting from place to place at Universal is way, way easier than Disney. 100%. I completely agree. It's on my list as yeah. well. It's just, everything is closer. Like, you can make better use of your time. You've only got one day in both parks you can just make much better use of your time here. Everything is closer together. You can yeah. hit everything. And, and the parks are still big. Like each yeah. park is comparable in size to a Disney park, but they're just closer together. Yeah. So it's a lot easier for that. So this kind of leads into my second one. Okay. Um, my second one is kind of related to how it's all so close together, the convenience of that at Universal, along with the entire... Um, experience of city walk so i think city walk in and of itself makes universal uh, you know ahead ahead of disney basically because first of all it's there it's right there like disney has disney springs but you have to drive to disney it's its own thing yeah so it's a completely different place where you have to go you have to drive there you have to park you have to fight all that although their parking garage or garages are on point at disney springs the disney Disney springs park garages are great yeah so but at city and they're free and they're Unlike free. here, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, well, you're you're, okay. you're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So that's next week. Um, <laughs> but so, City Walk has really great restaurants. Restaurants actually that I feel like are a little more accessible to general public kind of people like sure. us, as opposed to Disney Springs has some of the fancier like Morimoto's and places that are definitely a, a, quite a bit more expensive than a lot of the places at City Walk. City Walk, I think, has like a funner. A funner, a more, more fun, fun. vibe. <laughs> the food is a little bit more. It's also a little more. It's a little more casual. It's good, really good, but a little more casual and but a little they, less expensive. And they also have the chocolate emporium. The chocolate emporium is awesome. Which in and of itself yeah. makes Universal better. I mean, the chocolate emporium is such an experience in and of itself. You, they have characters walking around, which I know Disney has restaurants with characters as well, but it, it's just kind of like a, a world immersion as opposed to like. A, a restaurant at Disney where Mickey Mouse comes over. It's not like you're in Mickey Mouse's world. Well, you are kind of in Mickey Mouse's <laughs> world, but like if, if you know, if uh, Goofy comes over to you, you're not in Goofy's house. You know, it's not like in his place. Like at this chocolate emporium, you're immersed in the world of this woman who created this emporium, and and it tells you their whole story. The food is amazing. The food's really it's good. All chocolate it has a themed. steampunk theme it's very to steampunk. it. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really a great like experience I think overall so I mean just in general the restaurants and the experience of City Walk and the fact that it's all right there gives um, Universal I think a a lift over Disney because it does have that kind of place to go after the parks that you don't have to go anywhere to you, go to you it. walk right out there and it's a party and right there, there on the street exactly. and also going into the parks it sort of serves as almost like the pre-show or the opening act to yes. the park where yes. you go to Disney or Epcot, Magic Kingdom, and you've got a ride on the tram. The tram, you know, okay. And then you're in the park. We're here. 
you're walking through City Walk and all this music is going and yes. the screens are going. It's a party. And think, it's like a party the minute mm-hmm. you walk in. And yep. it, it sets you up for the day and you just you puts you in a good mood before we've even walked into the park. Yes. So it also, City Walk's awesome. It also provides you options because when you're at Universal Studios or Islands of Adventure or wherever and you for you know didn't bring your lunch or whatever, you, you know, you can bring your lunch in, but say you didn't and you don't want to eat at one of the restaurants in the park because they are significantly more expensive expensive inside the park you can go out to city walk and go to moe's and it's a moe's pricing as right. opposed to universal studios pricing you know exactly it's, it's it gives you an option for food that you don't necessarily have to go to a nice sit-down restaurant there either you could just go to it's it's got anywhere. the high end and it's got burger king and, and exactly and it has so many options moe's for you. and um panda express if you're just want something cheap and so quick the convenience of that is and it's just got the nice restaurants it's very too. valuable yeah yeah a big spread yes of stuff so it's kind of related to the first one with you know how everything's laid yeah. out but but just the the restaurants and the the atmosphere there i think adds an, an entire new level to what disney just doesn't have because disney springs is so far away and it's a little more ritzy like you know? disney springs is if if you're if you're putting them one against the other, I think Disney Springs is the better place. It's the better. It's bigger. There's more variety. But it has to be a destination in and of itself. You go there, yeah. Where that City is, Walk. And I, I mean, if you're gonna go to Disney Springs, you're gonna go there for a date night. You're not gonna go there as a destination. Yeah. City Walk, you can experience on your way to your destination. You and know? coming out, and it's got a party vibe all the time. Like it while does. you're walking through there, it just puts you in a good mood to yeah. come out, and a good mood when you're leaving. You yes, know, it feels I like agree. you're in a good mood when you're leaving. So I didn't have that on my list, but I totally agree with okay. everything, everything you just said. All right, cool. So my next one is um, for Universal, why Universal things Universal does better than Disney World. I think, now this is the one where I'm going to probably completely contradict myself this next week. about wave. the rides? Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Kind of, yeah. So I just think um, at Universal, they do a much better job of like keeping everything current um, keeping, they're not afraid to change. Oh, okay. They're not afraid to close old rides and open new ones. Like there's nothing sacred. There's that's no true. no sacred. That's I've not said on my list. For like no good. sacred. There's no no ride that they're afraid to close. At Disney World, if we closed It's a Small World or replace it, people would scream Revolt. and heads would roll. Yeah. Here, there's really nothing that's that. There's they don't rely. There's on no this, nostalgia. They, they don't rely on nostalgia. That's exactly yeah. what I'm gonna say. So they don't rely on nostalgia there. They rely on keeping things current. They do a good job of turning out new attractions year after year, yep. closing stuff. That, What's the new best thing? Yeah, I mean they closed Jaws to replace to put in Harry Potter, which and was Jaws. Like of all the things that would have had nostalgia, I think Jaws, Jaws would have been right. It. Yeah, I mean they closed down Back to the Future to put in the Simpsons. Yep. Back in the day, they closed the. There was a Ghostbusters show that yeah. is where they closed that to put in Twister. Yep. Eventually, and then they closed Twister. eventually they put <laughs> got rid of Twister and put in Jimmy Fallon. Yep. Uh, Terminator 2 3D finally closed. Um, yeah. They are. This is interesting. This is actually something. They. I don't know what they're going to put in there yet, but the rumors are they're going to do a live action stunt show, like an indoor stunt show, in that 3D space that is going to be either based on Jason Bourne or Bond. Huh. And a little while back, I talked about how Bond, I thought Bond would make a cool attraction to a show, to a um, yeah, you did a park. You did say that. I mean, they closed down Earthquake, which is one of those legendary old school. 
rides. I mean, mm-hmm. that was like an opening day ride. They closed Earthquake to bring in Fast and Furious. Whether or not that was a good move or not, we'll see, because Fast and Furious Wait, had... was that... I thought that was Disaster. Dis- oh, they called... It was Earthquake, then Disasterville, or Disaster, and now... They changed the names a couple times, and now it's Fast <laughs> and Furious. Fast and Furious has got mixed reviews, but Earthquake was getting a little old. They closed, yeah. they closed Kong and turned that into Mummy, so they're not afraid to keep... Moving things along and changing things. That's very things. true. So, That's very true. Everything's new, fresh. The only ride that I can see maybe is like their version of Small World, like their version that they just can't, is like maybe E.T. Like E.T. might be the one yeah. that's got the nostalgia attached to it now that yeah, you can't that's true. Get, but maybe that's what they're hanging out of that and yeah. then they're going to keep changing yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's so, true. I do, one thing that they do need to let go of the nostalgia on is Shrek. They're closing. Oh, there's rumors that Shrek is closing. Thank goodness. Yeah, because Shrek... I think closed in the California park Ugh, and they, they are need to get rid of that. gonna be yeah and I think they're <laughs> gonna be replacing it I don't know what they're replacing it with I think I believe I heard maybe Kung Fu Panda but, oh, okay. I, but I just hope it's not another 3D movie just yeah. like Shrek yeah I agree yeah I agree well that's a good one that wasn't on my list yeah. so that's a, that's a good one not afraid to change yeah keep it fresh so my next one is um kind of sort of related to that um to me, the rides and the theming at Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure are better for older kids and adrenaline junkies. Totally, I have that on my list. I 100% agree. Yeah. You have that on your list? I, I, I've got that it's like better for grown-ups, older kids. It's got more It's of, got more roller coasters. Yeah. It's got, plus, it has, you know comic books you know that kind of stuff as opposed to like the pr- princesses that Disney yeah. has so it, it's got just a kind of an older theming to it that I think it will it would attract you know teenagers young adults and and definitely adults that like theme parks that don't have kids right you know it's got the rides it's got um mummy which is an awesome coaster it's a great coaster uh, Hulk great ride rip ride rocket is super fun. Escape from Gringotts. We've actually debated on whether that's a roller coaster or not. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's half. I think it's, it's half on a, a track. I think it's, it's half. Roller. It's half a roller coaster. It's on a track. It's a roller coaster. But and also like a lot of the and Transformers and Spider Man and Fast and the Furious. They don't. They they're not afraid to have like a little bit of an edge to their stuff. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Disney World is more or less about sunshine and happiness. Yes. And Universal is you're gonna have a happy fun time there. You are. But they'll have Halloween Horror Nights where it's yeah. Scary, and like legit scary. Disney has Mickey's not, not so scary right, Halloween. You right, know? Yeah, right. Exactly. Like they are gonna, they have an edge to their thing, and they're not yeah. afraid to do that. And they know that we're gonna have it's gonna be a fun park, but we're not gonna rely on sunshine and happiness and Mickey and princesses all the time. And there's nothing wrong with sunshine yeah. and happiness and Mickey's and princesses. I am a big fan of that, but. I also am a fan of, of, you know, more adult things as well. Like, um, I, I know they don't technically own the Marvel rights anymore, but they still have a lot of Marvel um, rides there, yeah. which I love. I'm I, a huge Marvel fan. I wish they would figure that out one way or the other. Just give it completely to Disney or completely to Universal and just let one of them go wild with it. Because right now it's sort of in yeah. a gray area. A Marvel world would be cool. I mean, yeah. that would be like number one on my list of the next things I would want to see. Now, I think they're building a Marvel world in Disneyland in California. We don't live in California. I know, though. but that <laughs> stuff that happens out there trickles comes yeah, here, and, and vice versa. Stuff yeah. that we start here go, goes over there. Yeah. So, 
Um, like they got the Spider-Man ride, which is a great ride. Um, but it's and then over at Epcot right now, they're putting in a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Yep. And I bel- I don't know if that's if there's anything else Marvel Marvely. Well, so I also think too that like so I remember when when our kids were little, um, we had Universal passes for a while, and it was like the one thing we did every time we went was. Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Right? It was like, oh, let's go to Dr. Seuss. Oh, let's go to Dr. Seuss. Because it was the one thing at Universal that they could do. Everything else we were like, okay, you stay with the kids and I I'll know. do this one. Yeah, and I'll, yeah. You know, let's 100%. switch. Yep. So um, that's really it at Universal Studios. That's the ride that is for kids. Everything else is for older kids I'm trying I'm really trying to think what else is kid friendly there I mean there's the Shrek 3D okay there's the minion ride yeah but again yeah you're right it's more but it's that's at Islands of Adventure yeah isn't it or is that at Universal Studios uh, minion ride is at Universal Studios it's the, the first ride you see on the left so Islands of Adventure is Dr. Seuss Islands of Adventure is Dr. Seuss. Yeah, so Doctor, uh, so Islands of Adventure. I can't think of a ride other than Dr. Seuss. Yeah, that's, that's about kid, that's, that's about kiddie. it. There's two there's two Dr. Seuss rides there. There's that little train that rides through the sky. Mm-hmm, yeah, and then there's the one that's like a dark ride. It's kind of the, their version of Mr. Toad's Wild no, Ride. No, they have one two one fish. Two oh, fish. and the fish ride. Yeah, yeah. which is their so they version have, of like, Dumbo. Three different rides yeah. in that area, which is good. It's a good. They're good rides for little kids. But other than that, there isn't really anything for little kids. Yeah, it was at, the, at Islands of Adventure. Our kids are grown up a little bit now but back in the day it was just push the stroller around for four hours and just kind of enjoy the day rather than actually do much with them well i mean we would take turns you know and go on the roller coasters while one was with the kids that's why the single rider line oh man universal does a good job with the single rider line too so so you know that's kind of what i was thinking is that it's just it's better for older kids um or adults with with without little kids you know or with adults with older kids 100 it's on my list for it's just a better park for for Older kids, adults, and it's not as kid friendly. Yeah, it's okay. Kids will enjoy kid it. Friendly. Little kid little friendly. Little kid yeah. friendly. So, do you have any anything else on your list? Because if you had that on your list, I feel like that's your four. No, I got two more. I thought I you only th- had four. Um, you one, lied. two, three, four. I got five on my list. Okay, go on. What's your next? What's next? My next one is I just think that at Universal, a thing I think Universal does better creates a better experience about the end of Disney is the lines are always shorter. I feel like the lines are significantly shorter at Universal. I really do. I feel like... So I have to disagree with you here because... Really? Lines are actually on my Disney better list. Oh, see? Okay. And here's why. I think we're going to have a fundamental disagreement, I think. <laughs> here's why. If you say fast pass, I'm going to scream. Fast pass. Really? <laughs> I'm on the anti-fast pass plus train. I don't like fast pass plus. Fast Pass is an option. I can't even get a Fast Pass at Universal because it's a hundred dollars. Well, that's to why I love it because nobody does it. But we don't. We don't do it either. So it's, we have to wait well, in the long line. I think it's forty dollars to upgrade, but it doesn't. What it doesn't matter because nobody does it. So no, people do do it, but it doesn't matter because we would be waiting in the long lines because we're schmoes that can't afford the Fast Passes. Well, so we're in line with everybody else. Minions Minion Ride is constantly 90 minutes minion is is got a slow it's a slow loading ride it's also right at the front and it's a it's one of the few kid rides so it does attract everybody the kids all the harry potter rides easily 60 60 to 90 minutes but think of how many times good rides are well over an hour i don't think i don't know what you're talking about think about how many times we've gone through there not peak period not middle of summer we're transformers 20 minute wait gringotts 30 minute wait um 
Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey at Hogwarts with with the with the single rider line almost no line single at all. rider is good like they need to do more Hulk. single riders I've seen at Hulk Disney. twenty minutes Spider Man twenty minutes where Disney World I feel like you're there and Seven Dwarves Mine Train two hundred minute wait Pandora two hundred minute wait Space Mountain ninety minute wait even in the fall like but I you feel got fast passes and that's why the fast pass and that's why I don't like fast pass because I'm gonna tell you what it why right because Universal, it's more of a demo. It's everybody stuck in the same situation. They do have a fast pass. They're starting to roll out now. I think um, Jimmy Fallon and I, Fast and Furious. It's called a virtual line, virtual right? Queue, yeah. Virtual queue, yeah. So my problem with Fast Pass at Disney World is I signif- I completely feel like we've we've been there before and after they instituted the Fast Pass Plus. Now, not the ticket part, the ticket one, the one where you get the paper ticket. I'm down with that. I love that. I wish they'd go back to that. But the fast plus, the fat fast plus, fast pass plus, where you wear the little bracelet, I feel like it's made all the lines for everything a lot longer because now you have to reserve your time ahead of time, six months ahead of time, if you're staying in a Only hotel. Only for certain rides. Well, if you're staying in a hotel, you get six months. So the first ones you're going to do, you're going to say, okay, I'm going to reserve Frozen because that's going to have a long line. I don't know, Seven Dwarves Mine Train, because that's going to have a long line. And what's another big ride? Space Mountain. So then the next group of people come in there, and they say, oh, shoot, all this, all the fast passes for those three rides are taken. I'm going to go to the next tier. I'm going to take Splash Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain and um, Haunted Mansion. So the next group of people shows up and says, oh, well, all these fast passes are taken. I'm going to get a fast pass for... Astro Orbiters, and I'm going to get a fast pass for the Grand Prix. So everything is fast pass now, and all everything it trickles down to the point where the standby line now is super, super long. Like back in the day, we used to go, and I don't remember ever waiting for more than five or ten minutes for Living with the Land at Epcot. Now, 45 minutes for that stinking boat ride. I like that boat ride, but it's never been a 45-minute wait. Now, it's always a 45-minute wait. And you blame that on the fast passes. I totally blame it on the fast passes. And I don't think I'm alone. Uh, Spaceship Earth, first thing you walk in at Epcot. Well, that's the first thing you see at Epcot, 20 minutes. It's always a five-minute wait all the time. You walk right out. Now, it's like an hour to get on that thing at the beginning. I, I it, think that you're having like a... I, um, I think the fast pass has this trickle-down effect where people will reserve the good rides. I think rides. you're having inaccurate memories. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. remember a five-minute wait for... Fa- tell for, me, I mean, tell me I'm t- wrong There if you have think I'm been wrong. times that Spaceship Earth has been five minutes, but... It's because it's it's a non-peak time at the park. You, if you go on that late, but sp- like Space Mountain, I remember so many times where ten minutes. Like, it, okay, I'm talking about not middle of summer, and later in the day. So if you go there at, at you know seven o'clock in the evening in February, ten minute wait for Space Mountain. I remember that being legit. That would happen now. It would happen, and I bet it still does happen on the non-peak times, but. Uh, but it seems like I remember getting. We would reserve. There's only fast a few passes. rides that you cannot get fast passes for. One is Frozen. Um, another one is um, Avatar. Uh, Flight of the Pass. Flight of Passage. And I think that's it. Frozen is a hard one too. I said Frozen. Oh, did you say Frozen? Yeah, Frozen. Okay. Flight of the Passage. Flight of the Avatar. Whatever it's called. Um, and and that's it. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is a hard much. one. I just feel like no. It has this we've tr- gotten Seven Dwarfs Mine Train pa- fast passes before. We have got. We have, but we had to reserve like a month out. Well, sure, but I mean, who cares? It just feels like it has this trickle down effect where 
the good rides go first, so the second tier of rides are all snatched up, and so everything has a long line. I disagree. All the time. Fundamentally, I disagree. I basically, think, because now, Universal Studios is, first of all, they have long rides too. I mean, long lines too. The there's a a lot of. I, I think it's just been a long time since you've been there, so you've kind of forgotten. But they. Um, you know, it's it would frequently yes, we would occasionally see Transformers for like ten minutes or whatever, but it's also frequently an hour for Mummy or an hour for Transformers. It can be, so, but that's in the middle of summer or spring break. Same deal yeah. though for Disney. But also the other thing about the Fast Pass Plus. Now I don't mean the ticket one. I love. I actually really liked the ticket style. The tickets one. don't exist anymore. They don't exist anymore. It seems to take the spontaneity out of the trip. Like now, whenever we would go. We would book a trip, uh, three or fast passes for the day. Say we're at Epcot. And typically, when we book our fast passes, we're booking our fast passes a day, a two days, maybe at most four or five days in advance. It's Sometimes not, twenty-four hours are right on the right. on the drive out it's there. It's not like we're like you know, oh, it's six months out and we can't get a fast pass for Big Thunder Mountain. No, that's not true. Now, it's true we can't get a fast pass for Frozen or for Avatar, but those are the two biggest in-demand rides, too. But think about how many times you reserve three rides for the day. Say we're at Magic Kingdom and you reserve Thunder Mountain, I don't know, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Haunted Mansion, and they're all spaced apart. I feel like we spent so much time just kind of milling around looking for something to do between our fast pass times because... Okay, we have a fast pass coming up at two o'clock on Thunder Mountain. We can't, we can't really miss that. So we have to just find something to do. I don't know. Because you, you have. I don't like it. First of all, you have, you have an hour after your fast pass is good. Excuse me, is good to to go still. So it's not like you have like a five minute window. And we we typically, I mean, there was I think I can only think of one time that we were like, we're not going to make our fast pass. And, and they it, usually let you in if you're five. And they did. They late. let yeah, us yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. I, maybe we need to move on because I don't think but, that we're going to agree on this. Well, one. I I agree with it. I'm saying this is a Florida resident who's had season passes and we go kind of a lot and it just seems like the fast pass people get in the way of the the lines make longer but if I'm coming from out of state and this is like my big vacation and I've got six months to plan and I don't want to miss certain rides definitely then I can see the benefit of it huge like if I'm coming from Ohio I don't want to wait 200 minutes for Seven Dwarves Mine Train I'll wait I'll try to book that as soon as I can then yeah then I definitely see the benefit to it definitely and we've talked about this before but if you are booking your Disney World Fast Passes in advance book them early so that you can continue to book them throughout the day um, and take advantage of your fast passes as much as possible i just feel like the lines are shorter at the universal and i blame fast pass plus i i understand that you feel that way and i also believe that you are wrong so agree la- to disagree <laughs> last thing on my list i would love to see a sorry i would love to actually see a graph if there's something that proves or disproves what i'm saying I want to know if I'm right or if I'm just blown okay. smoke. I'm not going to create that graph okay. for you. I'm There's, sorry. Somebody did it. It's out there. Okay. So um, last thing on my list. Do you this, have how many more do you have? This is all. I have this on my list, and I know it's what you're about to say. Do you want to say it at the same time? Go ahead. I'll give you the honor. <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. The Harry Potter stuff at Universal is is tremendous. It's unbelievable. I mean, it, the best way to describe it is when they first opened. Um, I mean, like when they first opened opening night and all of the stars were there, we watched, we weren't there, unfortunately, but we, we watched, um, a video of it that Universal put on afterward and 
they asked, I want to say, uh, the guy that plays Draco Malfoy. Um, I can't remember his name I don't right know now. the actor's name, but yeah, I know um, the kid. But they asked him whether or not he felt like it was realistic, the the yeah. the Harry Potter land. And he's, or no, he they said, does it feel like it felt on the sets? And he said, no, it doesn't. It feels way, way more real than it felt on the sets. Well, the because, sets are probably green screens well, the, and that's what lights he said. The sets and are cameras. Green, green screens, there's only like, they're like one facade, you know, on the other side of it. They're not, they sure. don't, yeah, it's just, it's just a cardboard backdrop. 40, basically. 50 crew people walking around here. Right. Where, yeah. He's like, this is like, I am at Hogwarts. This is immersion. It's, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. And that's how it is. And I, I can't. I can't even describe the disappointment of taking people like your sister I know, to, I know, I know. to that area and they'd be like, okay, this is a nice area. I don't get it. You know, because yeah, yeah. it is like, what? So, don't you impressive. Yeah. It's so amazing. Everything from the, just the facades and the way that they, the teeny tiny details of, you know, of the, the books in the windows and, um, you know, the, the names that they have you know, in yeah, different areas. The attention to detail is incredible. The attention to detail is unbelievable. Both Plus, Diagon Alley and, and Hogsmeade. Absolutely. Not to mention, they also have the interactive windows that you can buy the wands and interact and actually feel like you are a wizard or a witch, which is amazing. I mean, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan and have read the books multiple times and watched the movies multiple times. And I think that... That is the people who really, really love Harry Potter and really appreciate the the story that is in there. Wish that they could be in that world for not not forever, maybe, but at least experience it. And this gives them that. Yeah, I remember the first time we were in there in the Hogsmeade area, the, where Hogs Hog uh, Hogwarts is. Well, so wait, when you first the first time you went, had you mm, read the book? I had not. Okay, not the first time. So it opened up, and you were so incredibly stoked to go in there. So excited, and I was excited to see a new thing. I'd seen the movies, and I would be just as excited yeah. to go back right the second. <laughs> I'd I'd seen the movie. Movies, but I'd not read any of the books, and the movies to me they were fine. You know, I'd seen them; they were okay. But I think this they was, were good movies. They were still in the middle of the. I well, I've come to really like them, but at the time they were fine. But I didn't read the book, so I didn't really have that. You know, the affinity, the affinity, or yeah, didn't really stick with me yet. So we went to Hogwarts, Hogsmeade at Universal. We walked through there, and yep. everybody was so happy. Like everybody so in happy. everybody in there. <laughs> was so stoked like yeah. way more than even at Disney World like everybody in there was so happy to be there like yeah. looking at all the windows and looking at all the shops and doing the little wand spells and, yeah. lo- and looking at the castle and and everybody was so not just happy but like really really into it like this oh, and, yeah. and I was like think and I didn't I wasn't like oh Almost look like at all these dreams were coming right. true you know yeah. I wasn't sitting there back like some cynical guy going oh look at all these nerds I was like really impressed how happy everybody was and how you were like I need to, I'm missing out here yeah I did feel like I was missing out like I felt yeah. like I was missing out so that was the moment where, and you had been pestering me for so long to read the books <laughs> and because you wanted to like share that with me because I knew that you yeah. would love it I just and, knew you would and I and I've always kind of had this like aversion to like what I call the Dungeons and Dragons genre so you finally convinced me watching all these people how happy they were yeah. I said okay fine I'm gonna so I started listening to them on well, tape well we I, actually I actually had to make a deal with you you did you I did. had to make a deal that <laughs> it was you, a weird deal <laughs> it was a weird deal but you read the books yeah and I all the books uh-huh. and I will watch all of the band of brothers yeah, you, um 
episodes? You, watched, episodes? you had to watch 10 TV shows, and I had to read seven <laughs> long, huge, thick tomes. Yeah. But I actually didn't read them. It was I put fair. Them, I put them on. Yeah, and you liked it, right? You I liked did. Band I of liked Brothers. Band yeah. of Brothers. So I put it on, I put it on my iPad uh, and played yeah, it in the car. Well, you had like an hour and a half yeah, long I, commute. Yeah, I, I had a long one commute. One way. So I put it in my, uh, listened to it in the car, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Like, I was really, really into it, and I wanted to get, like, every book got better than the last. Like, it the, does. The first one started off kind of... It's the like a kid's, kind of a kid's book. But yeah. by the time it gets to the last one, it was like it's like a good book. Every one gets progressively yeah. more intense, and I really liked it. And so by the time Diagon Alley opened up at uh, you were the super new part, excited. I was really excited, and I couldn't wait yeah. to see it. And I walked in there, and I felt like I was one of those people. I'm just as happy <laughs> as everybody else now. Yeah, yeah. so hundred yeah, percent. I like. And that. there's no, and, and maybe that will change once. Um, Galaxy's Edge opens for Star Wars at at Hollywood Studios, but th- to me, there is no place at Disney like that. There's no place at Disney that has that kind of realism and, uh, uh, I mean, realism. It's a world. It's a wizarding it world. Transfers but, you to that. But yeah, world. it transfers you into such a world because there's only a few like, um, like, either novels or movies or things like that that are such huge cultural icons yeah, Star you know? Wars will be Star Wars is one of is, them and that, Harry Potter is yeah. one of them and I can't really think of anything at those levels other than those two Marvel might Marvel be sort is of up getting there, there and like I just said Lord of the Rings is not my cup of tea exactly but I think but I can see that being a huge thing if, if someone wanted to too, do that I can too but not as big not yeah. as big because because Harry Potter and Star Wars both appeal to young and old you know and I don't think Lord of the Rings appeals to the young as much. Um, Star Wars, at least, see the thing when 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 Disney opens their Star Wars land, that's a whole world they're going to transfer you to. I think that's going to yeah. be really cool. They do have the Pandora thing. Pandora is really cool. The land but again, is beautiful. It's but beautiful, it's, but again, it's not the it's not the kind of place where like you've read all the books and you've you've en- envisioned being it, there. Right. And and even Star Wars. I mean, I know there are Star Wars books, but most people their experience with Star Wars is the movies. Sure. And and. You know, obviously that Harry Potter, a lot of the people who enjoy Harry Potter have only seen the movies too. But um, but to me, there's a whole different level of fandom for people who have read the books because there's such mo- there's so much more detail and so much more um, just just interesting like nuances that you can appreciate more when you go to Diagon Alley yeah. or Hogsmeade that maybe you wouldn't get just from the movies, you know? So obviously I'm a Harry Potter nerd and I, it it just, it's just, uh, you know, head and shoulders above to me that area. And maybe Star Star Wars will be It'll be really interesting to see with the Star Wars thing. I think, I think Star Wars and Harry Potter are like, they are thing 1A and thing 1B as far as just the two properties out there that transfer you to a different world and have this whole just stuff surrounding it and backstory and yeah. you're going to be there. Marvel is a huge franchise for movies. That would be really cool too. But I don't see a Marvel land because Marvel is takes place like In so here. many different worlds. Right. Well, it takes place here on Earth in our time. Well, it's New not- York City and I guess Wakanda, but... It yeah, takes place but, here. But like there's, there's also Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. True. That, and they're building that at Epcot. Yeah. But not its so, whole land, but a ride. I don't know. Um, yeah. I think Marvel could be cool. I love the movies. Um, but even still, I, walking into a Marvel universe, I would be like, this is so cool. Yeah. But I wouldn't be like, 
you know, but a Marvel universe would just be heart fluttering like yeah. it was at Harry Potter. But wouldn't a Marvel universe just be New York City with the Stark building, or it wouldn't be a know. different world? It would just yeah. be where we live now, but with Marvel-ish stuff yeah. around it. I don't know. I mean, I love it. I love to see them do. I'd love to see the Marvel World in Disneyland when that opens up. Yeah, and hope it comes here. Well, um, we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear what you guys think about this episode, whether or not um, you think we're crazy. Tell me if things. I'm crazy about my fast pass thing. Yeah. I'm glad we ended on a more um, cohesive, <laughs> agreeable note. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we were definitely disagreeing there for a little while. Let us know what you think about, uh, definitely about the lines situation, because we completely disagree on that. But also... I don't disagree. Okay. <laughs> also, let me know, too... Um, if you agree with my synopsis of Harry Potter and the different lands, Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley, I can talk about Harry Potter all day long. So please tweet at me with that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please give us a, um, a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts and share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Florida Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook or YouTube and be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com and also be sure to tune in next week because next week is Disney is better than Universal. Yeah, we're going to do the opposite of this one and say why Disney is better and Absolutely. what we think Disney does better than Universal and there's, a, there's, there's just as much to but talk about. Be sure to check that out. We will see you guys next time. See you next week guys. Thank you.